Hey girls, welcome to the Great Flip Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Jody, and today I will be sharing an interview that I had with a good friend, Kathy Parrish at KWVE out in California. We talked about germs, bullies, and germy bullies, all preparation for my new ebook that is coming out called my Anti-Bully ebook. It's an interactive book that has uh, self-defense videos that you can watch and have a conversation, a safe conversation about the bully culture and how girls can overcome that with real biblical empowerment. So let's talk about the bullies and the germs and all those things, but let's really get to the heart of the matter and the truth and how we can empower our daughters with real biblical God power. Let's get to it. Well, hi and welcome. I'm Kathy Parrish and this is the Update Program. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking to somebody special who we've actually had as a guest before. Uh, We're going to be talking about protecting our daughters in school during COVID. My guest today is Jody Token. She's a certified Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor and coach. Uh, She's an expert really in helping girls attain good self-esteem and just to develop character, and she does that through martial arts and other ways, all with a foundation of faith. So we're focused on safety today. Welcome to the program, Jody. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thanks for having me, Kathy. It's fun to be back. I like today's topic. It's bullies don't social distance. Tips to protect your children from germs, bullies, and germy bullies during the age of COVID. So what are germy bullies? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know, before we had COVID, the age of COVID, we still had germy bullies, didn't we? The the bullies roamed the hallways long before all the other (laughs) weird diseases. So I just thought it was kind of just a play on words and fun way to have that conversation with our kids and open up a space for dialogue with our children. You know, I think this going back to school and this new normal and I know mm-hmm. it looks different for every every school district is trying to just wrap their hands or heads around. What does it look like to go into school? I just want it to be fun. Having This has to be a fun conversation with our kids or it's just going to be more scary. So let's just call them germy bullies for now. <laughs> yeah. We mentioned you were on the program a while ago. We talked about various techniques at that time that you used to motivate uh, young girls through martial arts. But for anybody who didn't get to hear a little bit more about yourself, like how you started in martial arts, what prompted you to work with girls and this kind of motivation, that kind of thing, you want to share a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, You and I have had some great conversations, Kathy, because I have two girls and you have two boys. So uh, there's a date for the prom for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But during those formative years when our daughters were in junior high and high school, we came to this, my husband and I came to a realization, it's like, wow, there are there are bullies and bad guys and germs and scary things out there. Have we equipped our daughters and are we moving towards this journey of equipping our daughters with all these character development skills? And we thought, we well, you know, we've never done anything about uh, self-defense and um, we've been blessed to live in, you know, in a safe space in our neighborhoods or in schools. But I'm like, you know what, they're going to be entering into the high school and into college. And I want them to have some good character development skills, situational skills and safety and empowerment skills. So that led us to, OK, which martial art do we believe um, would be best suited for our daughters 
And through our research, we discovered this martial art called Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It was brand new to me, I guess, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, I decided, gosh, if they're going to do this, I'm going to do it too. So I did it with them. Uh, this jujitsu, just in short, is, is kind of a grappling sport, meaning a lot of the skills are done on the ground, which is where a lot of self-defense situations happen for girls as you get pushed down to the ground. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they can learn to defend themselves using the principles of Brazilian jujitsu. They weren't so fond of it because it's in a stinking gym and it's sweaty and you're, you're in great physical contact with people. I thought it was very empowering for me and for them as well. So I loved it. I continued in my studies in the, the martial art. I am a certified jujitsu instructor now. Um, but then it made me think, you know, girls really need to be exposed to this martial art and exposed to this experience. But how can we make it a little bit more fun, a little bit more playful and yet empowering? So I stepped back and uh, created, huh, amazingly, before COVID, created an online learning <laughs> experience that is an introduction. Obviously, there's some things you can't do unless you're in the gym and have mm -hmm. you know some training partners. But there's a lot of movements and functional movements that you can do at home watching my videos. So I do have a series of videos. I have a website called The Great Flip, and children ages six and up can uh, watch the videos and uh, download curriculum mm -hmm. and learn simple powerful self-defense skills, as well as just simple safety empowerment principles, you know, for sure. life, all with a kind of a Christian biblical worldview. Yeah, that's what I think is so special about it. Uh, because you have set that foundation. And uh, it just makes it more empowering and, and uh, just gives those those girls a, a, an edge. Now, you've gone further than that, though, as far as, you know, that's kind of the, the basis of it, but you've taken it even further in putting together helpful tips for uh, parents to think about in an effort to keep their kids safe while they're learning these skills, which is uh, pretty cool. Right, yeah. So, you know, the, the physical aspect is kind of the front door of, of my ministry, but behind those fun physical activities that we can do with our kids are really empowering life skills that have don't require any amount of exercise <laughs> um, that can bring in our faith. And, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about having this faith over fear uh, mm -hmm. principle behind everything that we do. You know, why do we learn self-defense? Why do we eat healthy? Why do we do all these things? Yes. Um, because of our, our relationship with Christ and what he's done for us. And so I have that just that platform I've created. So we can be having fun, we can be giggling, we can be learning cool moves that are essential to, to safety, but we're also learning about not only who we are, but whose we are. So mm. I can create practical, you know, character development tips along the way for parents that are things that they can talk about with their kids, you know, as, as they're journeying through that life and through parenthood. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, I, I wish that there was more in that. Certainly, you know, we can't expect that in the public school system. But I just wish that there had been when my kids were uh, in the, the lower grades, that kind of teaching and focus. Right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it just would have been it just makes sense. 
But right. when you think about um, the role that you're playing, it's fantastic because you're you're leading these kids in an area that's only going to benefit them in their future. It's only going to be part of creating a, a better life for them. Yeah, I think so too. And just because of where we are right now in COVID, um, I think the the fire of of, of fear is even, you know, been fueled even more, you know, kids were already mm-hmm. at a high t- higher level of anxiety with so many other things. And now right. we've got this um, fear of this unknown disease that we're still grappling with. And how great is it that almost, it's almost this great opportunity, you know, with every, everything bad that God can take everything and work it for good. And he's like, you know what, this might be a great time to bring back those family moments at the kitchen table and have good conversation and say, okay, what does, you know, God say about, you know, this fear that you're having and how can we, how can we apply scripture? And, you know, it's kind of like taking, you know, COVID is fueling this flame of anxiety, but Christ puts out that fire by flooding it with faith. Mm. And um, we have this, we have just like this moment that we can kind of just restore and rescue and redeemed, that's that's the life, that's Jesus's story, that we can be a we can have a great moment here and be a part of that story and show it living and walking faith examples during this this crazy what could be a really crazy, scary time. We can say, wait, kids, let's talk about how you know Christ, you know, managed this crazy time that he lived in and, and really mm-hmm. play some of these scenarios out. Mm-hmm. Now, you do have a list here of tips, and I wanted to kind of go through them because they're so good. I'll go through them. Okay, so okay. we have three tips that uh, protect our kids from germs and bullies and germy bullies. And uh, the first thing I always do in a, in a live class or an online class is to talk about our number one form of self-defense is always our voice. And usually I'll perhaps pose it as a question and people will talk about maybe, you know, throwing up their fists or, you know, kicking or, you know, some physical act. I'm like, no, it's actually your voice. Your Mm -hmm. voice can do amazing things. You can yell and scream for help. You can use your voice to communicate your personal boundaries. You can use your voice to either escalate a situation or de-escalate a situation. Mm -hmm. Your voice is a very powerful weapon when used appropriately and we can and you can role play how to use your voice you know before you go to school how will you decide to talk to your peers and talk to your teacher and be assertive in your boundaries but not aggressive and be you don't want to be a bully yourself and how mm-hmm. to use your voice to be kind to others and to maybe discover where other people are at in in their day are they having a bad day did they get a really bad night's sleep that night are they afraid your voice can be a very powerful first line of self-defense right that's where we begin with the kids i was just going to say that it's it's so interesting how something so simple as our voice can be so powerful yeah it's almost kind of like when you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. But you don't always remember that that should be it should always be your first form of self-defense before you strike out with anything else physical. Always begin with your voice. Mm-hmm. So that's really important. So the next thing is um, your body and you defend your body with good posture and good hygiene and good healthy habits. And that's a lot packed in there. But um, bullies tend to seek people who look 
or appear weak. And maybe even if you don't feel confident, you can look confident just by having good posture. And again, you can role play that. You can do the classic put stack as many books on your head as possible (laughs) and walk across the room. And you have to hold your head up high and have your shoulders back to balance those books on your head. And that's the kind of posture we should have as we walk into a space. And it's not a rigid body posture. You can still be very relaxed as you walk across a room with good posture. And it's really good to, it sounds again, kind of like the voice. It sounds so simple, but it's very simple to practice good posture at home mm-hmm. and to feel that that strength and just by holding your head up high, keeping your head out of your, your eyes, out of your smartphone as you're walking down the street. You need to be looking up and looking around, you know, as you're walking places. Mm-hmm. And of course, good hygiene, you know, we're, we're hearing it a million times, you know, how to wash our hands in the correct amount of time and how to wash them properly, how to cover our mouth with our elbow and you cough or sneeze and um, avoid touching your eyes and your we, you know, we hear all these things a million times, but I don't think saying it a million and one times hurts yeah. um, as long because our, our kids continue need they need to re- remember how to wash. It's just basic, you know, basic hygiene. And of course, having you know healthy habits. There's four things that I like to remind kids uh, to do, and and really self defense for your body is taking good care of your body. It's a very simple thing to drink enough water, try to stay away from sugary drinks, get enough sleep. It's so important that our kids get enough sleep right. um, to eat healthy whole foods, to maybe lay off all the sugary foods for a while. And of course, exercising every day. And this is, of course, my favorite one. But I, as much as I would say, hey, everyone, you know, try self-defense and try online exercise. Give your kids some ownership in all of these areas let them choose, you know, don't let them choose, you know, soda, but how about between, you know, different kinds of watered or flavored waters or making sure, you know, set your, we're going to let you set your alarm anytime after this time or go to bed at a certain time and choose from healthy. It's so fun to go grocery shopping or teaching your kids how to cook using healthy options mm-hmm. and finding a new fun outdoor sport, you know, go, when's the last time someone went roller skating or jump rope or hopscotch or, you know, just those classic <laughs> games that maybe we haven't played because we've been going to soccer lessons or volleyball or doing all these things. We have a, we had this little glimpse of fun to choose something new that still gets us away from our computers that we've been staring at all day long. Right. Doing online learning all day long. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, those are some fun things. That's so true because so many kids today find it difficult to have an interest in outdoor activities because of our culture and the way yeah. everything has gone. And then, of course, with, with uh, COVID, it's even more of an issue. Right. So it's those that's basic... One of the, and that's one of the best places to be, I think, is to be outside and experience yeah. the great outdoors and have some fresh air. And that fresh air and that sun is so good you know, for our bodies and for our immune system as well. Yeah, you can feel it even when you go out um, just for a walk or something. And then of course, they're saying now that so many people are deficient in vitamin D, uh, because they're not getting out in the air, they're not getting out in the sun. And so it's these are just great things for to get, uh, as you say, to get our kids used to doing so they can just develop those, um, those good habits. Yeah. And I think um, number three, so number one is your voice, number two is your body, and number three was your distance. And it's funny, I, I wrote 
these tips long before COVID. So it's like, oh, we used to say an arm's <laughs> length away is a safe space for your personal space. Well, now we're saying like two arm lengths away, which is the, you know, the classic six feet um, of just creating that, you know, personal space for, you know, for health and safety. And um, of course, you can use your voice to recorrect your distance. You can you can move your body forward or backward or around to create your own personal space. And um, and of course, there's fun self-defense skills that do involve some physical interaction to help push people away. But there's all kinds of fun ways to create personal distance. But I think people are so much more aware about their, their distance and space management than they've ever been. Mm-hmm until now like since six months ago when all this started. <laughs> yeah, I know I am. Every time I go to the store or anywhere where there are people, I'm always like, oh, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, because you you want to be aware um, and respectful of the other person as well as yourself. You know, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the Update Program. I'm Kathy Parrish speaking with Jody Token, who's a certified Brazilian jiu-jitsu coach and instructor working in the area of faith-based self-defense for girls. And she's really overall been working in the nonprofit industry, inspiring young women to be tomorrow's leaders. Now we're talking about today safety and health and tips to protect your kids from germs, bullies and germy bullies during the age of COVID. You know, Jody, you've gone beyond the instruction of self-defense for girls because you've put together these, all these tips on, you know, helping to keep them safe in a world that is just more unsafe than, than it's been certainly in quite a long time. It's actually, though, guiding them into a whole new way of thinking about their day-to-day lives and their future, right? I think so. And, you know, as we I talked earlier, you know, even before our conversation, there's just yeah. this whole uh, topic of, of self-defense. And um, I still keep going back to this, uh, and I still need to keep digging deeper into you know, this faith over fear mentality and this Mm -hmm. potential we have in our families and Christian families, we have a real opportunity to love our neighbor in ways that we may not have been uh, maybe courageous enough to do, but it really draws us back to, it should draw us back to who Christ was. And the entire biblical narrative is a faith over fear story you know yes. we are a fallen you know creation and we can say to our kids and we can hear their fear and say you know what we do and acknowledge their fear and acknowledge and empathize with where they are and say you know what we do live in a broken world jesus said you know you will experience trials and tribulations mm-hmm. but then he says take heart i will overcome the world yes and i was like what does that look like he's like well, let's look at the life of jesus from the old testament to the new testament there's this narrative of um him coming to rescue us, to redeem us, and to restore his creation from the very beginning, from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Everything points to Christ. Mm-hmm. And because of his finished work on the cross, now we have that opportunity to say, well, you know, he was able to overcome the world. I'm going to put my spirit in you, and now you can do the same thing. You know, we love our neighbor not because we have to or because we're earning something. We get to love our neighbor because Christ loved us first. And so we can be that beacon of light and love and hope for the world around us who's just, you know, so I think thirsty and hungry for some kind of hope. And we have this 
great opportunity to share this hope. Right. And it's, and we're not, we're not doing it blindsided. We've done it because he's done it first. And, um, I, I want to, don't want to like Pollyannish about it because I know it's hard, but the more you just saturate yourself in God's word, you find that courage, you receive that faith as a gift and it gives you courage and it drives you forward to want to love people and give them that hope that we have, which is, it's it almost gets you excited again. You it can does. either let fear just, you know, envelop you or you can let that faith just, um, you know, burst out with this light and excitement to go love, love people. And that's really what my hope is wow. through this playful self-defense program, but to also help because usually people come to self-defense because something bad has happened. You know, they were, you know, they were mm-hmm. bullied at school or they suffer through anxiety or they have um, low self-esteem. And so sure, teaching someone to do some crazy cool self-defense ninja move is fun, but if you don't also work on, you know, their, their insides and give them healing and hope, you know, through Christ's message, then you haven't addressed the whole person. And that's what, that's what I hope to do is by sharing right. practical tips, but also, you know, practical and spiritual, you know, hope for their, for their whole body. That's so good, Jody. That's so good. You know, I wonder when hearing you talk about uh, all of these concepts, I wonder if the girls who you're coaching and you're giving these tips to, um, as you incorporate them in your martial arts uh, instruction, are there certain ages that are more receptive to these kinds of tips? Or do you find that everybody kind of, they embrace them equally? Um, I think it's embraced equally. I would say that most parents, including myself, we all suddenly realize that we've been amiss in sharing these tips mm-hmm. when they were little, when they were in our little protected little nest egg of home, and suddenly we're sending them out. So we don't share some of these tips till they're, you know, high school or older. Yeah. But they're, re- I think they're received just as well, and I think maybe a little bit better when they're little. They're not fearful yet they don't know that there's something to be afraid of. They mm-hmm. just think these movements and these skills are fun. And they discover that they work for someone even as small as, you know, six years old. They, they, they're, 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 they're movements that work for any age. But what you don't teach a six-year-old to be afraid of something that they don't know to be afraid of. You're just teaching them a fun movement. Whereas a 16-year-old probably has experienced some kind of trauma, whether it's as simple as a, a bully or clicks or something even, you know, more traumatic. So taking mm-hmm. these principles at a younger age, it becomes just part of who they are. Um, and it makes them a stronger, more well-rounded person. And they do it from confidence versus they're doing it from like a healing experience. So I love, I would prefer that kids start when they're little. Mm-hmm. And in some of my videos, most of the kids you see are younger girls because I want to, I want them to be able to see, look, look, this little six-year-old girl can actually do these amazing skills just as well as a 16-year-old girl can. Yeah. Well, you know, when you mentioned that in different, at different ages, they're going through different things, like mm-hmm. a 16-year-old versus a six-year-old. What about when they are in their teens and they experience the peer pressure? How can we really teach our kids to maintain that safety when they just get into different situations that involve peer pressure? Because that's kind of tough. It is tough. Um, 
And I think when you have an opportunity to, to bring in, you know, a Christian perspective, it helps a little bit and you, you can draw them back uh, to simple principles. I almost think about like risk management and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of pull back the veil a little bit. Say, OK, I know some really bad things have happened to you. And I have to say that I'm not you know, a trained psychologist or counselor in, in trauma type things, but mm-hmm. I can do a little bit of risk management with them. And say, okay, there's risk in everything that we do. And let's talk about um, like the first time that you learned how to walk, your parents probably put the railings up, but they learned, let you walk and you probably fell, picked you back up and you did, you, you, you learned how to walk. Um, we let you learn how to drive. And we did a lot of praying when you learned how to drive. <laughs> and, but we told you to wear your seatbelt. We told you to, you know, follow the, the speed limit. Um, we take them camping and let them go roller skating or parachute jumping or crazy stuff that involve huge amounts of risk, but yet we weigh the risk. We assess the things around it. We protect them as we can, but we still, we still go drive our cars. We still let them play, you know, crazy sports, you know, football, soccer, everything is fair game, but there's a lot of risk in those Mm -hmm. and, you know, injury can happen, but we don't just close them up in a room and tell them never to go outside again. Right. And so when bad things happen, we can say, you know what, those were the risks that are there, you know, and now we can bring in the Christian perspective. You know, these, we live in a fallen world, but here's the, you know, the redemption from it. Here's how we're going to heal from this. And here's how we're going to get move forward. My daughter um, loves to ride horses. The first thing they do when those girls fall off a horse they put them back on the horse yeah, and uh, they don't say, you yeah. know what, why don't you go home for a couple of weeks and think about it. They, they try to get them <laughs> back on that horse if, as, as long as they, they can. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But uh, working through risk is, is part of life. It's always been part of life. And in my, in my humble opinion, you know, this COVID yes is risky and we have to weigh the, you know, we have to weigh our own health and the health of those around us. And we have to weigh all these protocols and all these things that are around this virus until we understand it fully. But we can't just stop living and we can't stop allowing our kids to live. We That's have true. to live in the risk, but live because God's called us to live and to love our neighbor. And because of that mandate, we can do it in a, in a compassionate way and in an empathetic way, but in a bold and courageous way, too. So true. So where can we get a free copy of the tips you mentioned? Sure. So my uh, website is called The Great Flip, thegreatflip.com. And you can request a free video and learn a fun, simple little self-defense skill. And you can also request the little packet that's the bullies don't social distance and protect your kids from germs, bullies and germy bullies. (laughs) Oh, that sounds great. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, I'm sure this is going to be so helpful for parents. And it's just great how you're just uh, being so creative with what you do, all in an effort to help these young ladies who are going to have a better future, a stronger future, more confident future. Uh, because of uh, the fact that they've been able to incorporate a lot of these tips. So really, I'm just so impressed with how you're so committed to encouraging girls and young ladies 
uh, through faith-based self-defense skills and tips like this. And looking forward really to seeing what you're going to incorporate in the future as well. Thank you so much, Kathy. It's, it's, it's a journey of love, and I'm excited to uh, see where the Lord leads this ministry. So thank you. You are so welcome. We've been speaking with Jody Token, who's a certified Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor and coach and an expert on faith-based uh, self-defense for girls and how to protect against germs and bullies during the age of COVID. It's just been a great conversation talking about these different ways that we can help our kids stay safe. So thanks again, Jody, for your dedication and for being our guest today on the Update Program. Thank you, Kathy. I'm Kathy Parrish. We hope you'll join us again next time. Thank you so much, Kathy, for that wonderful opportunity. Okay, everyone, now it's your turn to get involved. Head to my website at thegreatflip.com and request a free self-defense video. You can also request more information about my new anti-bully ebook where we talk about germs, bullies, and germy bullies. Wherever you listen to this podcast, please like it and share it and subscribe to it to help reach more people to be empowered with self-defense, safety, and empowerment from thegreatflip.com.